welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And uh, before we get into this week's episode, a couple of little, you know, things. A, sorry about the sound quality. We are recording via Zoom because I'm sick, which is also going to affect the sound quality. I can tell my voice is not great. Um, Now, don't forget to find us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube under Lunar Magic Tea Time. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website. And you can find us on all your podcasting platforms. This week's episode is going to be a little information heavy. It's all about using timing in your magic. So picking the most beneficial time to work, to cast your spell or do your rituals so that they have the most power to them. And we're going to just quickly go through the days of the week, the phases of the moon, the hours of the day, and the signs. I'm not going to do the month. I'm instead going to do the signs. Okay. Just because that makes more sense to me magically. Yeah. So let's start off with the days of the week. And I'm just going to start with the day we all seem to hate the most, Monday. (laughs) It's not Monday's fault. You don't have your act together. Um, (laughs) So the types of spells you're going to want to do on a Monday are going to be agricultural, animal, fertility, reconciliation, theft, dreams, clairvoyance, things like that. Um, Fairy magic and any magic for the the goddess in the kind of more Wiccan sense of goddess. Also, any magic related to the moon or things the moon controls, which is why it's a big day for divination. But Tuesday, you're going to look for spells involving force or power or protection, energy, endurance, passion, aggression, weapons of any sort, revenge or just breaking negative spells or doing hexes on enemies, um, anything related to prison, think God of War type. Yeah, when when you started talking about that, I was thinking of Mars. (laughs) Which is what Tuesday popped in my head. Yeah, Tuesday is supposed to be for Mars. See, I didn't read that, and that's what popped in my head. So there you go. Someone steal me. (laughs) Wednesday is for spells and rituals involving the conscious mind, study, travel, divination. Communication is a really big one on Wednesday. And luck. But (laughs) basically anything communication related. Okay. So and one of my one of the examples that I really got a kick out of was when you have to call the debt collector and communicate <laughs> clearly why you can't pay them. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because the luck would be that they'd be okay with that. <laughs> I guess if you do it on a Wednesday, your chances are better. Thursday, everything is going to be around family and loyalty. So optimism and growth and physical well-being in the home, 
marital success, material success, clothing, logic, self-improvement. It's a day of honor and fealty and family loyalty and prosperity, but so by extension, prosperity. Yeah. Um, so health and wealth. <laughs> health and wealth. And Thursday's a great day to do um, quick little spells to boost those things, yeah. especially. Would it be a um, good um, day to do like ancestral spells or or altar or anything well, like that, or more just like the living? Um, for me, I take it more as for the living. Yeah. Okay. Friday is spells about love, romance, courtship, friendship, luxury, relationships, dispute. Oh. Marriage. Yeah marriage sexual matters partnerships social activities that sort of thing saturday are spells for longevity exorcisms endings death karma austerity caution a uh, good time to get rid of stalkers good time to break to start spells for habit breaking really good day to banish energy and put up a barrier to keep the unwanted things out. Sunday is for ego, careers, goals, spirituality, strength, politics, individuality, hope, fortune, power, promotions, and things like that. So as far as like ancestor work, I would probably do my ancestor work on Mondays. Okay. That's me. I also don't ever pay attention. We've talked about this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. These are kind of rules that sometimes we do not follow. So, as for times of the day, the best times to do certain spells, um, this one's a much shorter um, list. Now, I know at one point when I was researching timing and magic for completely different things, not the podcast, this was years and years ago. Mm -hmm. I came across a list of the old medieval uh, Catholic church bell schedule. Okay. And then I, I haven't been able to find it and looked that hard either. But yeah. I was like, that would be a really interesting comparison. So the day starts with sunrise. So you're going to set your magical intentions. Good time to do a quick spell for new opportunities or love, peace and healing career change, spiritual enlightenment. There's a little spell for you. Stir your intention into your coffee by going clockwise yeah. for your intention or counterclockwise to get rid of what I'm not bringing. Yeah. This inner, you know, yeah. energy into this work. Um, add a little cinnamon as kind of a power booster for prosperity okay that's a little a nice little spell your, for your news for spells at noon try some balance because it's midway through the day so yeah. ouch. it's that's a good time for balance so anything that you want balanced if you are start the spell just before noon and then finish it just afternoon or start at noon one day and finish it at noon the next day and it will amplify any magic that requires a specific moon base. So if you're doing a spell for the new moon, if you start the spell at noon, 
Mm. It will boost the energy for that spouse. Also good to get rid of bad habits about balance. So then if the new moon was coming that night or mm-hmm. the day of the new moon? Okay. You would start at noon to bring that in. But I would, that's how I would do it. Okay. Because I'd want I did a, a new moon bath, a witchy mm-hmm. bag at uh, eight that night. Because the moon was coming at four in the morning. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go in there and yeah, so I can do my new moon bath. That Which was probably nice. a first for me. I've never, because you know, with me with the moon, it's always about the full moon. So I don't uh-huh. really pay attention to the other phases. So I thought, I know it's a new moon tonight. I'm going to do this. That's good. good. I also had aches and pains. So there was a dual, <laughs> dual purple. Well, yeah. uh, at sunset, it's going to be closing spells. So it, that's a really good time to schedule signings or big, like if you're going to buy a house, the closer you can sign it to sunset, the better. Oh, it's actual signing the contract. That's what I, yeah, that's, um, but any spells of ending or letting go, peace spells, banishings, findings, that kind of thing. Okay. And also any big spells you're wanting to do to end and close times of life. So you wanted to do a fire sacrifice of all those old love letters. Sunset. So to boost it, would you take the time of day plus the day of the week? (laughs) Yes. Bind those two together. Uh Yes, absolutely. And I have done that in the past to good effect. But it's been so long ago, I couldn't tell you what the specifics were. So midnight is going to be similar to noon as far as the types of spells you're going to use or do. So balance, that kind of thing. But also any large rituals, like big group rituals and uh, great big old hexings midnight. Okay. Also a really good time to bury your... Barrier spell. Uh, the witching hour at 3 a.m. And Nancy can tell you. Oh, boy. <laughs> I used to, while well, I was young and ignorant, well, not so young, but ignorant, always thought the witching hour was at midnight until our house became very haunted and it started every night between 3 and 3.15. And I went, oh, so doing some research, I went, oh, that's the witching hour. Mm-hmm. The witching hours are a really good time to charge your magical tools. Do any of that maintenance work that you associate with witchcraft, so cleaning, charging the tools, casting circles that you're going to leave up permanently, laying your dust or your salt lines around your doors or windows or however you choose to do it, that kind of thing. So if the ghosts wake you up or the nature spirits, whatever is in your house, then use that time to get up and do some shit. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we're going to do moon phases. Now, we actually have a much more in-depth moon episode from 2020. So this will just be a quick basics, like very basics. We go into much, much greater detail in that episode. So go check that out. Okay, so for the moon, full moon, everybody knows. This is, keep, this is when we... This is when witches get out their rocks and charge them. But it's I, it's great for charging your crystals or other materials for spell casting. Um, very good time to do divinations or any psychic work that you want to do. Moon water. Moon water. Excellent time for all of that. Like it's really 
you need to do some deity worship with a deity that's even tangentially associated with the moon. Yeah. The full moon is your is your baby. Uh, the waxing moon. So the waxing moon is any spells or rituals or work around growing and planting and the seeds that you want. You're going to plant during the waxing moon. Ideas, things that you want to grow. That's okay. what you're going to work on. Any drawing spells, i.e. drawing things towards you like lost objects or lost motivation. This would be a really good time. The waxing moon would be a really good time to go out and look for the lost fucks we evolved. The waning moon is a good time for introspection, binding, and pushing away. So with the waxing moon, you draw towards you. And with the waning moon, you push away. Oh, okay. And that's just any spell energy that you feel is like keeping things away from you during the waxing moon. Yeah. I mean, the waning moon, sorry. The new or dark moon is a time for both beginning spells that may need to sit for a while, like either to the full moon or to the next new moon. Yep. So start those on the new moon. Any ending spells that you've been doing the same way. So if you need to end a spell that you started on, say, the full moon, that kind of thing. It's also really, really good for hexing. That's time. I, that is the one moon thing when I'm like ready to effectively release a hex on someone. I will do it during the new moon. Okay. That's the one thing that I am pretty faithful about, actually. Okay, so then last up, we have the 12 signs. And like I said, I didn't do it by the month because I figured most of us will be do- would be doing things by our signs anyway. Yeah, especially with magic. Yeah, it just made more sense to me. Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars, so. You know where that's going. Um, spells governing your initiative or your action or impulse. It's a good time to also do protection rituals or rituals for control, power, strength, lust, or sex. Okay. Now, these signs are just for the time of the month, not for the person that was born in that sign. You can use that power in each yeah. sign. Okay. One of the things I want to do in the near-ish future is I want to actually do um, an astrology series. It's going to take us more than one yeah. to really get in it and get any good information out of it. So I do know that like hours of the day are ruled by signs. Like where they are in the and it changes okay you know we are hurtling through space so like if you were let's say you were going to do a spell um and you wanted to use the power of aries to boost that spell well where is aries in the sky right now like i, mean, I don't know that right now but like i know that we've moved through the different signs. Oh, okay. And like I said, we're going to get into that later. I know that's very complicated. That starts to get really mathy for me. Yeah. I don't math. She does not math. <laughs> I do not math. I am the math person of the group. Anyway. Okay. So Taurus is an earth sign. It is ruled by Venus. Uh, it's a really good time for rituals around relationships and money. It is also a really good time for rituals around 
the sense of luxury in your home. Okay. Because of the Taurus's sort of stubborn nature, um, anything you do now will pro like if you are doing a spell that's and you want to do it either in the season of Taurus or in the hour of Taurus or whatever. Uh, just be aware that it will it will probably be highly effective, but the results may be slow okay. here, like to open up to you, I guess. Okay. It should work. It should work pretty well. Uh, Gemini is an air sign. No, what? <laughs> Ruled by what? Mercury. What? No, what? Oh. <laughs> Gemini hmm. like to what? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Gemini. Uh, could be like why you endure uh, the hexing. <laughs> I am such a Gemini. You know those, you know those things, and they were super popular in the '90s, where it would be like this sign has this personality. Like they weren't trying to predict your day; they were telling you what kind of personality. Yeah. Every Gemini one, I'm like, mm, okay, yep, mm -hmm, no, or yeah, that's oh, I am so Gemini. <laughs> Gemini is our sign. Ruled by Mercury, very dualistic. It's the sign of the twins. So be careful. Because sometimes you cast us with the Gemini focus and it will kind of have this polarity thing where, but it's a good opportunity to do spells and rituals around creativity, travel, and communication, as long as you are aware that communication can be like a two-sided thing. Okay. Answer is a water sign related to feelings and it's a good time to do rituals concerning family domestic life and fertility and i honestly don't think i know a single cancer um uh, my mom was a cancer oh well I and i mean what when does cancer end because uh amanda's birthday is in amanda's a leo she's a leo well maybe yeah because my mom is with the 16th i thought she was cancer maybe she's not um okay leo is a fire sign with extra fire in case you needed more fire on top of your fire. <laughs> I, uh, I know some Leos. It's a great time to do spells and magic aimed at your career, courage, and leadership. It also, if you are somebody who wants to be, like if you're auditioning for a part or something like that, that would be a good time to do a Leo spell. Virgo is a sign rule, an earth sign ruled by Mercury. Uh, Mercury too, huh? Mm -hmm. It has a uh, Virgo has a high degree of mental influence, and therefore it's a very good time to do rituals or magic involving that require a lot of detail, so like <laughs> a very intricate, long-term spells or rituals that require many moving parts, that kind of thing. Uh, use the energies of the moon in Virgo to cast spells revolving around around health, healing, and education. Okay, so you would time that with one of the timings of the moon to do the, the spell that you want to do. Uh -huh. Libra. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what I can do. <laughs> Libra's energies are conducive to balancing any extremes in your life because Libras are about balance. Uh, so rituals involving relationships, partnerships, or romance can be incredibly fruitful if done in a Libra moon. We need to remind Grayson that he is a little Libra and that he needs more balance in his life yeah <laughs> he does uh scorpio I'm surrounded by libras both my kids are libras oh. grayson's libra grayson's a libra 
Uh, Scorpio. When the moon is in the sign of Scorpio, it's a perfect time to work on psychic powers, divination, and most the more complicated rituals that are complex with multiple peoples. Okay. It's got a lot of sexual energy, so it's good for fertility. Sagittarius is a fire sign, and it is particularly strong with intellectual influences. So it would be good to do spells and rituals aimed at legal issues, truth, education, and protection during a Sagittarius hour or moon, or however you need to do it. Capricorn, though not as stubborn as Taurus, I disagree. (laughs) The stable earth energies of Capricorn are suitable for performing magic concerning organization, stability, and ambition. Aquarius. Uh, Energies in the moon of Aquarius are great for casting spells and revolving around friendships, overcoming addiction, and creating psychic abilities. And then finally, Pisces. When the moon enters the sign of Pisces, it's an optimal time to perform mental magic, such as telepathy, clairvoyance, lucid dreaming, divination, communication with spirits, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Huh. And what time is, what month is that? Uh, Pisces is February-ish. You know, when you are looking at boost, it's really about boosting the energy. Because remember, magic is all you. Yeah. Your intention. And so if you are somebody who works really closely with rituals, timing is going to matter more. Yeah. Um, If you are someone who works... Um, with specific, specific deities, most deities have a day or a month or a something hmm. that they are associated with. So you're going to want to know. Do that research. Know, if I'm doing an offering for uh, one of my deities, I do that offering on Solomon because I have to. That's her day. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones, she doesn't care. Yeah. She doesn't care. She's just like, whatever. Did you leave me? Did you leave me anything today? No? Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, she doesn't care. Um, if you're somebody who feels, if, if you're doing, even if you're just doing a spell where you're just like, I need this one to be a little more boosted and have a little more power to it, pick a day of the week or a phase of the moon that can help with that. <laughs> That's the timing of magic. The timing of magic. So don't forget, you can find us on Facebook at Lunar Magic Tea Time. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And find us on all your podcasting platforms. As always, have a magical day. And now you know when and where to have that magical day. And stay safe out there. Bye.